It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get ready, Padres fans. It's time for the EcoWater SoCal Padres pregame show on the Padres Radio Network. 11 strikeout of the day for Joel Musgrove. That is a new season high. Coming up, our recap of the previous Padres game. Today's pitching preview. Our keys to the game. And we'll hear from manager Bob Melvin from the Padres Radio Network. Here's Sam Levitt. San Diego Padres baseball coming up on 97.3 The Fan and the Padres radio network. Tonight, the Padres take on the Colorado Rockies in the second game of a four-game series. Our starting pitching matchup tonight on the mound for the Rockies, left-hander Kyle Freeland, and on the mound for the Padres, right-hander Nick Martinez. Hi again, everyone. Sam Levitt with you on our EcoWater SoCal Padres pregame show coming to you from the loft at the Western Metal Building here inside Petco Park. A lot to do in our pregame show today. We'll hear from Xander Bogarts, Matt Carpenter, Padres manager Bob Melvin, and in just a bit, hear from Tony Gwynn Jr. inside the Padres radio booth. But first, let's set the table for today's game, brought to you by Fraser Farms Market. Set your table with the highest quality of natural and organic products, a San Diego original since 1971, with three locations, La Mesa, Vista, and Oceanside. Well, the season opener for this highly anticipated Padres season didn't go the way the Padres wanted last night, a 7-2 loss to the Colorado Rockies. And with that, the Rockies come into tonight's game a perfect 1-0. The Padres are 0 and one. It was uh, an interesting night for the Rockies offense. The Rockies had 17 hits but also struck out 17 times. And according to the Elias Sports Bureau, the Rockies became the first team in the modern era since 1900 to record 17 hits and strike out 17 times in a nine-inning game. Speaking of last night's game, let's take a listen back. How did the Padres fare in their last game? Let's take a look back. That takes me back. With our Padres Rewind. Presented by Hamul Casino. With thrilling slots and tables and all the best rewards. Hamul Casino has all the fun you're looking for. Hamul Casino. Fun above all else. It was a memorable opening night in Padres' debut for Xander Bogarts. He wasted no time in his very first at-bat as a Padre. 3-1 pitch, hard hit liner into left center, and a base hit for Bogarts in his first at bat as a Padre. Gonna roll all the way to the wall. Castro picks it up at the base of the fence, and the second double of the inning is Xander Bogarts' first hit in a Padre uniform. 
Bogarts went on to have a terrific opening night. Three hits, two doubles, one single, and he threw out a runner at home plate on a relay throw later in the game. Bogarts became the second Padre shortstop to have a three-hit game on opening day. Gary Templeton did it twice, once in 1983 and once in 1986. The big story of last night's game was C.J. Crone. Crone had an RBI single in the first inning, and then with the Rockies trailing 2-1 to one in the fifth, Crone came up with two runners on base. Padre starter Blake Snell came out of the game. He was replaced by Nabil Chrismat. Crone greeted Chrismat with this. C.J. Crone launches one to deep left field. Soto goes back, looks up, and it is gone. A line drive home run just over the left field fence. And C.J. Crone picks up in 23 where he left off in 22. A three-run shot. And the Rockies hop back in front. It's 4-2. With the Rockies leading 5-2 in the seventh inning, Crone did it again. C.J. Crone, who's driven in four of the five Rocky runs, leads off, swings at the first pitch, and sends one to deep right. At the wall and gone, a home run. Dahl was up against the fence in right, looked like he might have a play on it, but no. Second homer in as many at-bats for C.J. Crone, and he is now driven in five as the Rockies lead it 6-2. Padres reliever Domingo Tapia then gave up another homer immediately to El Lauris Montero as the Rockies went back-to-back. -back. The Rockies went on to win it 7-2. Herman Marquez tossed six strong innings for Colorado, allowing just two runs. By the way, Manny Machado did pick up his first RBI of the season with a sacrifice fly in the first inning. Machado, Grisham, Nola, and Kim all had one hit apiece to go along with the three hits from Xander Bogarts. But again, the final on opening night at Petco Park yesterday, the Rockies Seven and the Padres too. So it sets up game two of this four-game series. First pitch coming up at 6.40 as we continue on here on our Eco Water SoCal Padres pregame show. Plenty of people here inside the loft wearing San Diego Padres jerseys. It is a City Connect night, so lots of uh, colors out there, the pink and the mint, along with the brown and the gold tonight as well. A great sight to see as Petco Park continues to fill up. As we get ready for tonight's game, let's chat with Tony Gwynn Jr. Let's go inside the broadcast booth for an inside perspective from Tony Gwynn Jr. on today's matchup in our game preview. Brought to you by a garage door and gate store, custom ornamental driveway and pedestrian gates, and of course, garage doors. Visit agaragedoorandgatestore.com. We go down the way here at Petco Park to the radio booth, and right now we're joined by Tony Gwynn Jr. Tony, great to have you with us once again on our pregame shows this season. Before we focus on tonight's game, yesterday was certainly an exciting night in the lead-up to uh, this season. The game from the Padres' perspective left a little bit to be desired, but of course the experience here at Petco Park was memorable. Just wanted to get your overall thoughts from the opening day experience here in downtown San Diego. Uh, it was uh, it was nice to see everybody so excited and pumped up um, for this particular opening day. There's obviously been a lot of anticipation um, for this season and this ball club, and rightfully so. They've they've done a lot of uh, of work over the off season and through spring training that that has everybody excited. For me personally, this is my opening. This is my favorite uh, day of the year. The second day, you know, where the the real Padre fans come back and hopefully they get a chance to see a victory. 
Yeah, certainly would be nice to even up the record at 1-1. One one. Xander Bogart certainly had an excellent Padres debut. We heard so much about Xander in the winter, in the spring, about what he does on the field and inside the clubhouse. Tony, what do you feel like Xander Bogarts adds to this group and this lineup? I mean, in some ways, it's another Manny Machado, right? We, we talk about the consistency in which Manny plays the game, and you pretty much can pencil every year at least 270 with 30 and 100. Pretty much his year every year. And Xander, you, you kind of have a very similar type player. It may not be uh, in, uh, the, the amount of home runs or the amount of RBIs, although he's certainly capable of doing both of those, but you can pencil him in. I mean, he's going to get you about 20 to 25 homers. He's going to hit around 300. And, he, and if depending on where he's hitting in the lineup this year, he could be hitting, you know, once Fernando comes back, he'd probably be in that cleanup spot more often than not. He may have a chance to drive in 100 RBIs. If last night was a preview of things to come, Padres fans certainly will grow to love Xander Bogarts. On the mound for the Padres here today, Nick Martinez. What are you looking for from Martinez in his first start of the year? Uh, you know, last year when Nick was in the, the rotation, he pitched well. Um, however, he would have these stints where he, he got guys on, but he had this this crazy way of getting out of jams really all last year as a starter. I think he wants to try to avoid those jams, although it's nice to be able to work your way out, work your way through some of those, uh, those traffic situations with runners on. You probably like it to be uh, less stressful. And so I think that's one of the things we saw from him throughout the course of spring training and it starts before the WBC. Um, and, and, and I think that's where he wants to be at. If he's commanding the zone early, it just opens up uh, everything for that breaking ball and that terrific changeup that he has. You mentioned Nick Martinez being in the rotation last season. Tonight will be his first start since June 18th at Colorado last season. So it's been a while since Nick Martinez was on the mound as a starting pitcher. Again, we're joined by Tony Gwynn Jr. from the Padres radio booth right now on our Eco Water SoCal Padres pregame show. Tony, let's talk a little bit about Trent Grisham. We saw that aggressive approach continue into opening night. Hit a double on the second pitch he saw of the season against the lefty down in the eighth spot tonight. We had heard and seen all spring that Trent was being more aggressive at the plate. Why do you think there's been this emphasis on Trent's aggressiveness offensively? I, I think in part because, you know, as, as, as a leadoff hitter, sometimes you can fall into the trap of, of trying to see too many pitches. Um, and what we do know about the game of baseball and what we've learned, I think, especially in the last couple of years, some of the best pitches you're going you're gonna to get are early in the count, especially first pitch, second pitch. And so um, I think what you're seeing is I, saw, I think what you saw during spring was Trent really trying to find that balance of not being overly aggressive but being aggressive enough early in the count. And I think what yesterday is what you saw was a, a, the perfect mix of that. That first first pitch of the game, he took. Second pitch, he doubled on. Um, and you kind of saw that those at-bats work their way uh, in a more, I'd say, even approach. It, it was aggressive, but it wasn't overly aggressive. And I think Grish, I, I think everybody's so caught up with Grish in terms of what he did last year. Mm. If you look at his career, that's not who he is offensively. Uh, so I, I, I expect to see what we saw from him yesterday. And I expect to see it uh, pretty consistently. 
Finally, Tony, before I let you go, just want to touch on the Rockies lineup. C.J. Crone with a four-hit, two-home run, five-RBI game yesterday. You look at the middle of their order, Brian Blackman, Crone in the middle of it. Uh, the middle part of that lineup, really no walk in the park. It's uh, a lot of talent there. Yeah, I mean, listen, we forget because we didn't see him last year at all, uh, but Chris Bryant is a really good player, and he's healthy this year. So you plug him in that, that second spot, Daza, was great for him last year in the leadoff spot. Not a power guy, but he's going to be on base. So that means he's going to be on base with the likes of Bryant. You know Blackman is a Padre killer. He has been his whole entire career. He continued that yesterday. And then you're talking about C.J. Crone and Montero, the young kid, McMahon looking to bounce back. So you're right. The middle of that lineup, there are no slouches in the middle of the lineup. Uh, but I do expect Nick Martinez uh, to, to have a chance to, to throw up some zeros today against that very same lineup. Tony, as always, appreciate the time. As I said to Jesse yesterday, very excited to have you and Jesse along uh, for our pregame coverage, uh, joining me every pregame show. So very much appreciate it. Looking forward to it. Enjoy the game here at Petco Park tonight. Thank you, Sam. All right, Tony Gwynn Jr. joining us from the Padres radio booth on our Eco Water SoCal Padres pregame show as we get ready for first pitch coming up at 640 for game two of this four-game series. When we come back, we'll hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Plus, coming up later, we'll hear from Xander Bogarts and a one-on-one -on -one conversation with one of the newest Padres, Matt Carpenter. All that and more coming up when we come back to Petco Park on your home for Padres baseball, the Padres radio network. Eco Water SoCal Padres pregame show continues as we get ready for the Padres and the Colorado Rockies coming up at 640 here at Petco Park. Sam Levitt with you inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building. A great crowd filing in right now. The sun is shining. A little bit chilly here at Petco Park. So if you're on the way to the game or haven't left home yet, I would recommend bringing a jacket of some kind it's a, a little chilly but otherwise a really nice night for baseball no rain in the forecast unlike last night and the Padres trying to bounce back after falling on opening night by a final score of seven to two again our starting pitching matchup on the mound for San Diego right-hander Nick Martinez and on the mound for Colorado left-hander Kyle Freeland let's hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin before tonight's game Let's take a trip down to the Padres Clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food, 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian Resource. You take a look at the Padres lineup here tonight. The thing you notice, Sander Bogarts leading off and playing shortstop. I'll have some numbers later on Bogarts in the leadoff spot during his career a little bit later in our pregame coverage. But first, here is Padres manager Bob Melvin on Bogarts batting leadoff here tonight. Yeah, he's excited about it. You know, he did a couple times in spring training and, you know, liked it. So, you know, you look at his numbers against lefties and try to get him up there as many times as you can against left-handed pitching. As we said, right-hander Nick Martinez on the mound for San Diego making his 2023 debut. It was an interesting spring for Nick Martinez considering originally he was not slated to participate for Team USA in the World Baseball Classic. Then he did 
end up going when a starting spot uh, opened up. He went, he started the USA against Mexico game and then ultimately decided to come back to Padres spring training after there were no more uh, starting pitching opportunities in the World Baseball Classic for Team USA. Here was Bob Melvin on what he saw from Nick Martinez this spring. Well, we didn't see him a ton, but we saw him enough to know that he looked like Nick Martinez. So, you know, he's going to be inspired. You know, he's, you know, everybody feels his energy out there. And, you know, every time he takes the mound, it feels like an opening day for him. That's kind of the way he goes about it. So we, we all feel that. Is there anybody that paces more in between innings than him? No, no. And same thing out in the bullpen. When he was coming in from the bullpen, he'd, he'd get in his miles out there too. So I kind of feel him going back and forth behind me. I don't... I don't really fixate on it, but it's just kind of part of who he is. Yeah, Nick Martinez likes to uh, pace around in the dugout between innings. Uh, funny answer there from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Here was Bob Melvin earlier today on facing Rockies lefty Kyle Freeland. Well, look, we've faced him a lot, so the guys guys know him. It's just, you know, the, the game of adjustments that you make. You know, certain guys you pitch a certain way, you might do it differently the next time. We do have some guys that don't have a ton of, you know, some newer guys that don't have a ton of bats off them, but, you know, he's going to mix it up. You know, the other thing is he throws over a ton. We'll see how that affects him, you know, with uh, two disengagements. So that, you know, guys like him, we'll see, you know, around the league how they're handling it. Um, so it's, you know, a guy that we know, but certainly I think won four games against us last year or something like that, you know, the games that he started. So we need to be on it today. Another thing you'll notice about the Padres lineup here tonight, Nelson Cruz, the DH batting cleanup, making his San Diego Padres debut. Here was my question for Bob Melvin earlier today about Nelson Cruz. With Nelson Cruz for so many years, seeing him from the other side, what stood out to you about him uh, inside your clubhouse so far? Yeah, all the homers he hit off me. So I think it was 31. We looked it up. That's a lot. It was only one, one manager he had more against, so... Glad to have him on my side, and you know, he had a pretty good. You know, he didn't get a ton of at bats, but when he was with us, you know, as a veteran does, he was hitting the ball the other way and making sure he was tracking it some. I know he feels good about his, you know, the eye surgery he had and how he's seeing it. You watched take batting practice yesterday; he was hitting him over the center field backdrop. So it'd be be nice to get him out there and get our fans a good look at somebody who's had a hell of a career to this point. That was Padres manager Bob Melvin before tonight's game. We'll hear from Bob Melvin after tonight's game on our post-game show. Before we continue on our Eco Water SoCal Padres pregame show, let's pause for station identification on the Padres Radio Network. KWFNFM and KWFNHD1 San Diego. Sorry. This is Nick Martinez. You're listening to Padres Baseball on the Padres Radio Network. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Sam Levitt with you inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. First pitch coming up at 640 between the Rockies and the San Diego Padres. As we get ready for tonight's game, let's tell you who's hot, who's not. Which player is locked in at the plate? Who needs to get things in gear? This is Who's Hot, Who's Not? Presented by Big Green Egg, the ultimate cooking experience. 
we take a look at who's hot, who's not. Xander Bogarts on the hot list after last night. Three hits in his Padres debut, two doubles and one single. C.J. Crone had four hits for the Rockies last night, two home runs and five RBIs, the 17th career multi-home run game for C.J. Crone. Chris Bryant for Colorado, three hits as well. Charlie Blackman had three hits and a run scored for the Rockies. Who's on the not list now? A disclaimer, take the not list today with a huge grain of salt because it's one game, of course, but we have to make a not list. So Juan Soto 0 for 4 last night, David Zal 0 for 4 last night, the only two players not to reach base for the Padres on opening day. And that's a look at who's hot, who's not, as we get ready for tonight's game in downtown San Diego. Now let's take a look at some headlines from around Major League Baseball. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's the latest information you need to know in the world of Major League Baseball? Let's take you around the horn. Presented by SD Tattoo. Impressive tattoos and custom designs. Whether you're a first-timer or a lifer, they have the artists to see your vision through. Schedule now at sandiegotattooshop.com. We take a look at some of the headlines around Major League Baseball. Shohei Otani for the Angels last night struck out 10 in six scoreless innings against the A's in Oakland. Otani also singled and drew an intentional walk. With that walk, Otani became the first player to draw an intentional walk on opening day after starting the game as a pitcher since Brooklyn's Dutch Ruther did it in 1923. Long time ago. In fact, it was... 100 years ago, how about that? 1923 to 2023. Seems like we're always able to find those obscure records for Otani. Probably speaks to the uniqueness and the greatness of who Otani is as a player. Other headlines, Orioles catcher Adley Rutschman went 5 for 5 on opening day yesterday. Four RBIs, he also walked, so he was on base all six times. Toronto Blue Jays outfielder George Springer also had five hits on opening day in the Blue Jays' win against the Cardinals. A big debut in the Bronx yesterday, 21-year-old Anthony Volpe made his Yankees debut, the youngest Yankees rookie to start on opening day since Mickey Mantle. Volpe is wearing number 11, the lowest number available for the Yankees. Maybe a sign of what the Yankees think Anthony Volpe can be. Let's stay on the Yankees for a second. Aaron Judge homered yesterday in his very first at-bat of the season, one year after hitting 62 homers to break Roger Maris's single-season American League record. What's interesting is Maris also homered on opening day following his 61 home run season in 1961. So some nice symmetry there. The Rangers beat the Phillies 11-7 on opening day. They scored nine runs in the fourth inning. It was the first time a team had scored nine or more runs in a single inning 
on opening day. Since the Padres did it, they scored 11 in the sixth inning on opening day 1997. Who was the manager for the Padres that day in 97? New Rangers manager Bruce Bochy. How about that? Fun facts as the Rangers beat the Phillies 11-7 with a nine-run fourth inning. And that's our look at some of the headlines from around Major League Baseball on Around the Horn. When we come back on Rico Water SoCal Padres pregame show, we'll have a one-on-one conversation with one of the newest Padres, Matt Carpenter, plus much, much more to come as we get ready for first pitch coming up at 640. Our pregame coverage continues after this on the Padres Radio Network. Welcome back to the Eagle Water SoCal Padres pregame show on 97.3 The Fan and the Padres Radio Network. Your water perfected. We continue on as we get ready for Padres baseball, the Padres and the Rockies coming up at 640. Again, our starting pitching matchup here today, Nick Martinez on the mound for San Diego, Kyle Freeland on the mound for Colorado. Let's update you on the injury report before tonight's game. Who's in? Who's out? This is the Bada Fulkerson Injury Report, presented by San Diego's Bulldog Injury Attorneys, who hope you're never in an accident. But if you are, make Bada Fulkerson the first call you make. Hit him up 24-7 at BadaFulkerson.com. Not much to update you on after yesterday, really. Uh, no new news as far as the injuries for the Padres. Robert Suarez, Joe Musgrove, Drew Pomeranz, Adam Engel, Adrian Morahone. All notable players starting this season on the injured list. And as we said yesterday, the, the good news for the Padres was a couple of guys that were questionable in the final week of spring training in the lineup yesterday, back in the lineup today as well. Juan Soto, who dealt with a strained left oblique. He was back in the lineup yesterday, back in there today. Austin Nola, who was hit in the nose with a pitch just uh, more than a week and a half ago in the lineup yesterday, also back in there today. So that's the update on the injury news for the Padres. Really nothing new for today. And uh, with the injury report, as we say, no news is very often uh, good news with the injuries. And hopefully those very important guys, Suarez, Musgrove, Pomerantz, Engel, and Morahone all back very soon. Now let's take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard on this Friday. Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the out-of-town scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. Well, after a very busy opening day, just a handful of games going on in the majors today. We have one final, one game in progress, and everything is starting in the next half hour or so. The one final, the Marlins beating the Mets 2-1 to one in Miami. Jazz Chisholm Jr. hit a home run in that game, so the Mets and Marlins have split the first two games of their season opening series. The White Sox right now leading the Astros 1-0 in Houston in the bottom half of the fourth inning. Eloy Jimenez, an RBI double in the first inning to put the White Sox on top in that one. And aside from those two games, just three other games coming up. This one in San Diego, the other two, the Diamondbacks at the Dodgers coming up in just a little bit, and the Guardians at the Mariners in Seattle coming up at 710. We'll have an extensive look at the out-of-town scoreboard on our post-game show, update you on all the happenings around Major League Baseball here today. 
Earlier today inside the Padres clubhouse, I had a chance to chat one-on-one with one of the newest Padres, Matt Carpenter, the veteran uh, will be a very big part of this team, not in the lineup here tonight, platooning in that DH spot with Nelson Cruz, who gets the start against left-hander Kyle Freeland. A really good conversation with Matt Carpenter. Here it is. Matt, you've been around this game a long time, but first time being introduced to the Petco Park crowd yesterday. What are the emotions in that kind of moment? It was great. You know, uh, such a uh, great atmosphere, great environment last night. I think that I think I saw somewhere was 45,000 people or so, and uh, it was a lot of fun. I, you know, wish we could have, you know, given us a little bit more to cheer about first night. But hey, that's baseball. But um, also didn't expect my first at bat in a Padre uniform to be a catcher's interference. But you know, that's the the oddity of playing this game. So, but it was great. It was a fun fun experience and something I'll remember forever. It's kind of a, an interesting night for you at the plate between the catcher's interference. You hit a ball well to center field. Uh, that ball you hit to center. Did you think you got all of it? I thought I hit it good. Um, you know, everybody knows, you know, player, you don't have to play here to know that, you know, there's some tough nights, uh, you know, to to hit here, especially when it gets a little colder, a little wetter. Um, last night was one of those nights, and I hit it good. I thought maybe there would be a chance, but, you know, unfortunately, it didn't uh, didn't reach the seats. When you join a new team, play in a new ballpark, I mean, how much are you noticing, evaluating the ballpark and how it plays? I mean, does that influence your approach at all? Um, I don't know if it influences your approach as much. I mean, you got to stick to your approach regardless, but you do have conversations. And, you know, MVP, I, I certainly had one of those with Manny. I asked him before the game, uh, you know, kind of well, where's the ball carry better? Where's it kind of the dead zone? And he told me where the dead zone was, and I proceeded to hit it right to it. So um, that's kind of, you know, out of your control, though. You just go up there and try to take good swings and have good at bats, and, you know, you'll hit plenty that, that'll get out, and you'll hit some that don't. Let's stay on Manny. You saw the ovation he got here at Petco Park last night. Uh, such an important player on this team and a fan favorite as well. The last month and a half being around Manny, what have you noticed about him? Man, I just, you know, he's a great, great teammate, guy who, uh, you know, obviously is a great player, decorated player. Um, you know, he certainly has a presence about him. Um, you know, this clubhouse kind of, you know, rallies behind him. Um, you know, he's been here and, uh, you know, kind of sets the tone for us. And, you know, outside of just the physical talent and skills that he has, I mean, you know, you know how many guys that play the game as smoothly and um, as productively as he does. So uh, he's a fun guy to watch, and I've enjoyed being his teammate, and hopefully uh, and we could be uh, world championship uh, brothers together. You've seen a lot of players. You've had a lot of teammates. But talking about the smoothness of Manny's game, when you see a player, even maybe a, a young guy, a minor leaguer, I mean, do you still get really impressed by, by other players when you see something special? Can you spot that? Yeah, you certainly can. I mean, you know, obviously Manny's got it. You know, he's a future Hall of Famer. And, um, you know, those guys are rare, few and far between. I've played, I've only, you know, been around a handful of them just in my, you know, time. So. Um, yeah, I mean, you can see glimpses of younger players who have that ability, but, you know, whether you put it together for a long career, that's the hard thing to do, and, you know, Manny's certainly done that and continues to do it. We're joined here on the Padres Radio Network by Matt Carpenter before tonight's game between the Rockies and the Padres. Uh, Matt, obviously, you've never played in San Diego. I don't know if you've ever uh, lived on the West Coast for any point in your life, but uh, there, there are real-life uh, elements to joining a new team, your family. How does that 
shape up uh, over the course of the last couple of months, uh, just getting the, the life part of it all settled? You know, it's been good. It's been a smooth transition. You know, San Diego has always been a place that I've loved. Um, you know, I've had a little bit of history here. I played in the Mountain West Conference in college. We came to San Diego State a lot and played the, the Aztecs. And, um, you know, I just, what's not to love about a great city like this? And then now, you know, you got this great team and this great franchise and in an organ, you know, a, 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 in a city where now that's the one and only sport here, um, professional sport here, and the fans have just been incredible. And, you know, we are just enjoying every minute of it. And family has really settled in. And, um, you know, it's been a great start and hopefully going to be continued to a great summer and hopefully a long postseason run. It's certainly great to hear. Finally, you mentioned the Mountain West Conference. A lot of Mountain West stuff going on in this city right now with San Diego State in the Final Four. Are you going to be out there tomorrow watching the game on the on the big video board? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I'm excited. <laughs> I, I'm pulling for them. I think I saw, you know, it's the only team um, that's left that started the year in the top 25 and is still there. So definitely pulling for them. Hopefully, hopefully they, can, uh, they can pull through. Matt, appreciate the time as always. Thanks so much. Hey, thank you. That was Padres uh, infielder, maybe sometimes even outfielder, certainly DH. Matt Carpenter joining us from the clubhouse earlier today. Great conversation with Matt Carpenter. You heard me mention there that uh, you'll be able to see the Final Four game between San Diego State and Florida Atlantic here at Petco Park tomorrow. Earlier today, the Padres announced San Diego Super Sports Saturday. The home plate and park boulevard gates will open at 2.30 p.m. tomorrow for fans to cheer on the Aztecs here at Petco Park. They will play the game on the big video board. So really, this is an excellent place to come watch the game. If you're coming to the game tomorrow and you're stressing because you don't know how you're going to watch the Aztec game, get to the Padres game on time, all of that, a great solution is coming out here to Petco Park. And I will tell you, from watching some of the postseason games on the big screen here at Petco Park, it's a really, really good way to watch a game. I mean, it's unbelievably clear, and just uh, I highly recommend it. So should be a lot of fun here tomorrow with the Aztecs in the Final Four and then the Padres taking on the Rockies at 540. As we get ready for Game 2 of this four-game series coming up at 640 here tonight in downtown San Diego, let's take a look at our keys to the game. How are the Padres going to unlock a win today? These are the keys to the game. Presented by Premier Chevrolet, a different kind of dealer who's a solid community partner providing excellent service. Joe Musgrove's choice is Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Chevrolet, find new roads. Key number one, managing through the middle of the Rockies lineup. The trio of Chris Bryant, Charlie Blackman, and C.J. Crone combined for 10 hits and 6 RBIs last night. The heart of this Rockies order, it's something we talked about earlier with Tony Gwynn Jr. Very, very talented. The Padres must do a better job managing through that middle of the lineup here tonight. They cannot have 10 hits again. Bottom line, so the, the trio of Bryant, Blackman, and Crone, you can even throw Montero, McMahon, Daza, who's talented at the top of the lineup into that mix, but uh, just have to do a better job against the middle portion of that order. A couple of notes from Padres beat writer Kevin Acey from his daily newsletter this morning that were interesting about C.J. Crone. Crone hit 316 at Petco Park last season. That was the eighth highest average among anyone with at least 25 at-bats at the ballpark last year. Another note, Yonatan Daza and Ryan McMahon 
hit 364 and 333 respectively in San Diego last year. And wouldn't you know it, both players had a hit in last night's game. Key number two, the Padres bullpen. It did leave a little bit to be desired last night. Bill Chris Matt allowed the big three run home runs a crone. Domingo Tapia gave up two home runs in his Padres debut. A situation tonight where Nick Martinez is probably looking at around 90, 95 pitches max. Padres will likely need their bullpen for at least a few innings, and they need a better performance from that bullpen here tonight. And that's a look at our keys to the game. When we come back here on the Padres Radio Network, we'll hear from Xander Bogarts. We'll also tell you what to watch for in today's game and our pitching preview coming up as well, taking you up until first pitch at 640 here at Petco Park. Arico Water SoCal Padres pregame show continues when we come back to the Western Metal Building here at Petco Park on the Padres Radio Network. Our Eco Water SoCal Padres pregame show continues as we get ready for the Padres and the Colorado Rockies coming up at 6:40, Game Two of this four-game series at Petco Park. Sam Levitt with you from inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building in downtown San Diego, overlooking Petco Park on what is turning out to be a very nice night here at Petco Park. Let's tell you what to watch for in today's game. What's the one thing you need to be on the lookout for in today's game? This is What to Watch For, brought to you by Genesis Home Improvements. What to watch for when hiring a home remodeling service is making sure they're licensed, bonded, and insured. Genesis Home Improvements is that and more, specializing in exterior painting, roof replacements, and vinyl windows. Visit GenesisHomeImprovementsSD.com to request a custom quote today. A couple of things to watch for in today's game. Number one, Xander Bogarts, as we said earlier in the leadoff spot, he did lead. He did not lead off at all for the Red Sox last season. Now, Bogarts in his career has made 27 starts in the leadoff spot. His career leading off, he's batting 309 in 110 at-bats with a 406 on-base percentage. So that's what to watch for, item number one. Item number two, the debut of Nelson Cruz in a Padres uniform. His 19th major league season, 459 career home runs, the oldest position player in the major leagues. Very excited to see the Padres debut of Nelson Cruz. And that's a look at what to watch for in today's game. Xander Bogarts in the leadoff spot and playing shortstop. He made his Padres debut in yesterday's game, ran out onto the field in front of a roaring Petco Park. Here was Bogarts inside the Padres clubhouse earlier today talking about his experience on opening night. Xander, getting introduced yesterday, I mean, first time at Petco Park, what were the emotions like when you run out on the field? It's real now, you know, it's real. Uh, spring training is different. I mean, it's, it's, it's spring training, but... Once the season started and, and, and running out there, it's definitely like, hey, this is this is it right now. So look forward to it and a lot more years to go. You said yesterday that you'd heard uh, the crowd was kind of like a nightclub. Did it, it at no least? <laughs> we didn't hit no homers. I know the lights and stuff go off with the homers, but we didn't hit any. Today, Wang probably hit one. So then we'll be able to see that. Like a, a nightclub is what uh, Xander Bogart said yesterday about what he had heard about Petco Park. And he was talking about when uh, the Padres hit a home run here in downtown San Diego. The lights flash on and off. It really is like a nightclub. It's really, really cool. It's like a party in here. Hopefully we'll get to see that here tonight. One really cool thing before tonight's game. 
Xander Bogarts, Manny Machado, Joe Musgrove, they were all wearing San Diego State Aztec Kawhi Leonard jerseys with number 15 on the jerseys, supporting the Aztecs before their Final Four game tomorrow. Here was Xander Bogarts earlier on his advice for the Aztecs tomorrow. They seem like a really extremely solid team defensively. Uh, I know, I mean, I never played much basketball, but I know, like, it's not always the shots will fall in, but if they continue with the defense that they have, they will have a, a lot of chance to at least stay in the game, you know. Uh, don't let the teams go on, like, 10-0 runs, you know, and then, like, 15-point gaps. So the defense is something that's really, really solid, and that's definitely something that, that can help them for sure going into the game again. Xander Bogarts may be a future basketball analyst. I love it. Now let's take a look at tonight's pitching matchup between Nick Martinez and Kyle Freeland. Let's take a look at who's on the mound today with our starting pitching preview. Presented by Home Turf. Save time and water with pet-friendly Always Green Grass. And get a free consultation by calling the team at Home Turf at 888-4SD-TURF or go to sdhometurf.com. Right-hander Nick Martinez on the mound for San Diego, 32 years old, entering his sixth MLB season. Last season for Martinez, 4-4 four four, at 3470 RA, 47 appearances, 10 starts, 106-plus innings. He'll make his first start since June 18th of last season. That was before he transitioned to a bullpen role. Six appearances, two starts against the Rockies last year, a 331 ERA, a 3-10 opponent batting average. Some notable matchups for Martinez against the Rockies last lineup cj crone hitting 320 against him in 25 at bats with three home runs charlie blackman five for 12 for the home run mcmahon and zaza both three for seven in their careers against martinez the pitch arsenal for nick martinez a fastball a changeup, a cutter and a curveball Meanwhile, for the Rockies, left-hander Kyle Freeland on the mound, 29 years old, entering his seventh MLB season. 2022 went 9-11, a 4-5-3 ERA, 1-4-1 whip in 31 starts, 174-plus innings, 193 hits given up. He struck out 131, walked 53. Against the Padres last year, 6-7-5 ERA in five starts. The Padres hit 327 as a team against him. Matchups to watch against Freeland, Jake Cronenworth 7 for 21 with two doubles Manny Machado 316 batting average in 38 at bats against him Trent Grisham three home runs in 20 at bats against Freeland Juan Soto also has a home run against him the pitch arsenal for Freeland a fastball slider curveball and a changeup and that's a look at our pitching matchup between Kyle Freeland and Nick Martinez. Thank you for listening to the Eco Water SoCal Padres pregame show on 97.3 The Fan and the Padres Radio Network as we get ready for first pitch coming up in just a matter of minutes at 640. Should be a lot of fun here in downtown San Diego. The Padres trying to bounce back after falling on opening night by a final of 7-2. Can the Padres even up this four-game series? We're going to find out. Jesse Agler, Tony Gwynn Jr. have the starting lineups, first pitch, and all the play-by-play coming up. I'll talk to you post-game. You're listening to your home for San Diego Padres baseball, 97.3 The Fan and the Padres Radio Network.